I'm in the business of making Joe Biden's agenda look more popular than it really is, Sean McElwee announced to the poker table. And business is booming. It was a July evening in 2021. Biden's presidency was six months old, his approval rating was hovering around 50%, and his agenda was on the move. Sean, the 28-year-old head of a Democratic polling group and think tank, was a few Miller High Lives into one of his regular poker nights hosted at his bachelor pad in Logan Circle, a recently gentrified neighborhood in Washington just north of downtown. In the living room, a big-screen television played Rounders, the 1998 Matt Damon poker movie that was canon among millennial gamblers. A guest bed lay in the corner. Extra-large pizzas and cheap beer cluttered the counter in the kitchen, and tubs of protein powder sat on the shelves. Sean was new to Washington, and splitting time with New York City, where he kept an apartment. But he had the vibe of someone who'd been around forever. He wasn't a pollster, exactly. He hired experts to do the legwork there, and he wasn't a policy nerd. He wasn't a campaign guy either, although his nonprofit, Data for Progress, did do work for campaigns. He was sort of all of these things, and also sort of none of them. More than anything, he was a political evangelist, he was in the business of making Democrats popular, figuring out what legislation to prioritize, what phrases to stop saying. And he was in the business of making himself popular, too. Since moving to town a few months earlier, Sean had managed to generate a gravity well, attracting other Democratic operators into his orbit. He hosted monthly happy hours that were well attended by professional progressives and establishment climbers. The boozy meetups were a way to see people and be seen, and it was hard to miss Sean. He was over six feet tall, with a body type that fluctuated between lineman and linebacker. He had a signature look, translucent framed glasses and black t-shirts, an outfit he deviated from just enough to avoid comparisons to Steve Jobs, or worse, Elizabeth Holmes. Sean knew everyone, and every few weeks he invited a rotating cast of his happy hour crew over for poker. Tonight's table featured a spokesman for Facebook, I work for our tech overlords, he said, a friendly former Senate staffer who now led an organization attempting, unsuccessfully, to end the filibuster, a former top aide to former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, a senior reporter who covered the Senate for MSNBC, and Gabe Bankman-Fried, the brother and political consigliere of the crypto billionaire Sam Bankman-Fried. Like any effective Washington operator, Sean was good at getting close to people with money. Or at least close to people who were close to people with money. Sean wasn't ultra-wealthy himself, but he did all right. His salary was $180,000, and he had started picking up lucrative consulting gigs on the side. He'd recently started doing work for Gabe's organization, Guarding Against Pandemics, GAP, which backed by millions from Sam was quickly becoming a powerhouse in Washington. One of Sean's main jobs for Gap was to hype their work at every opportunity. This pizza is good, someone said at the table. You know what else is good, Sean said, looking at Gabe. Pandemic prevention. Subtle. The conversation bounced around from Democratic Senator Kristen Sinema's habit of screwing up her party's legislative agenda. Sean, she has such bad politics, but she's so hot to the question of whether Donald Trump would be president again. Sean, he's a cooked turkey. There was talk, too, of the various recreational drugs used by different Democratic operatives, 
Apparently, ecstasy was a popular choice for one well-known data guru. No one here was a particularly serious poker player. They bought in for $100 and bluffed when bored. Sean especially was prone to wild swings and chip count. But Sean's biggest wagers had nothing to do with cards. They had to do with politics. Tonight, Sean had his eye on the upcoming Democratic primary in Ohio, where Chantel Brown, the establishment choice running with the backing of the Congressional Black Caucus, was up against Nina Turner, the former Bernie Sanders campaign staffer and progressive wing favorite, who once compared voting for Biden to eating a bowl of shit. Political observers had been watching this race closely, since the outcome might hint at whether Democratic voters wanted to lurch left. As the 2022 midterms approached, Turner, or stay the course, Brown, 